Hi, welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to motivate and inspire women to get stronger, fitter, healthier, and ultimately glow with confidence. I want to educate women on how to do that without having to sacrifice living a good life full of the food and the experiences that they love. If you didn't know already, I am Hayley. I am the founder of Lift and Glow Fitness. I have a ladies-only group training studio in Liverpool, and I'm also an online coach. Over the last five years, I've worked with hundreds of women and I've helped them reach their health and fitness goals, their fat loss goals, their muscle building goals. And it's literally a passion of mine to help women stop the vicious cycle of constantly losing and regaining weight and just to really educate them on how to do it the right way and how to get results that actually last and how to do that while literally loving the process. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. So today I'm going to talk about yo-yo dieting and yo-yo dieters. I imagine, because you've clicked on this and you've chose to listen to it, that you have some experience of yo-yo dieting or you might know a yo-yoer and want to know a little bit more about it. What I mean when I say yo-yo dieting is when people manage to lose weight so they can be on a diet and they will lose weight, but then they're unable to keep that weight off. So typically people who yo-yo will lose weight initially and then they regain the weight and then a lot of the time they regain even more than what they initially lost while they were on the diet. Or a lot of people will lose weight and then they'll start to notice that they are regaining weight and then catch themselves um, before ending up back at square one. But either way, these people haven't learned how to maintain the results. You haven't learned how to maintain your fat loss results. You've only learned how to get them initially. And this is only part of the process, in my opinion. So it's really, really common for you, like for you, yo-yo dieting and yo-yoing with your weight going up and down is really common. And it's honestly one of my missions in life to help as many women as possible to stop doing this because it's, it's everywhere. And it's something that I used to do. And I know that it's frustrating and it feels frustrating for me as well because I understand you know why this is happening and kind of and I know how I got myself out of it so that's what I'm going to share with you today I talk non-stop about making sustainable lifestyle changes because realistically changing your lifestyle for good is the only way that you're going to keep results for good. A lot of people don't like to hear that. A lot of people think that, oh, I'll just do this diet and then I'm going to feel amazing and then that's it forever. But we need to come to terms with, in order to get results that you can keep for good, you have to change your life for good. Think about it. If right now the habits and behaviors that you have got are causing you to live in a body that you're unhappy with and you aren't confident in, those habits and behaviors are going to have to change in order for your body to change and for you to feel more confident. So this means that your day-to-day might look a little different than what it does right now. And the decisions that you make regarding food, drink, and activity will have to be a bit different to what you are doing right now. For some people, it might not mean a big, massive, huge life overhaul. For other people, it might mean that you need to completely overhaul everything, but that doesn't mean you need to do it all right now. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be something that um, you really struggle with. It's all about how you approach it. 
So in order for us to see and feel changes in your body and in your health, we have to personally make those changes. We're responsible for making those changes. We are literally the only one capable of doing the work. We've got to take the action. We've got to do it for ourselves. And we've got to be able to find a way of sticking at what we're doing for good if we are expecting results to stick around for good. Most people are initially okay at making changes. It is the sticking to it that is the hardest part. So the life you live in right now, it's not allowing you to reach your goals and live as the most confident version of yourself. So we're going to have to change that in order to see change. And that's the first step. You have to accept that things are going to have to change if you're expecting to see change. Imagine you make positive changes to your life now. And you do that for eight weeks, you put effort in for eight weeks, or maybe you put effort in for 12 weeks, or maybe even six months of solid effort. You are going to see the benefits of this work. You will feel and look different. But once you start to feel a bit more confident and a bit more comfortable with yourself, you might find that you start slipping back into old ways. You might fall into the mindset that the hard work is all done now. So you can enjoy your new body, your new level of confidence and go back to the old way of doing things. This is where we we are going wrong. And people do this every year. They get to a level that they feel really confident in for the summer. Do all the holidays and then they don't get right back on it after the holidays. They just wait and wait and wait till the following January. And then they're just back where they were the previous year. And probably they've gone for it even more and might have regained even more weight. Losing weight is challenging to do, I'm not denying that, but a lot of us can and do do it. So it is possible for us to do it because a lot of us can and a lot of us do do it. Some of us will do it every single year and then have to start again. If you feel unmotivated towards an event or a holiday or up until the summer or you're just having a good run of life, we can get decent results and we can feel good and things can feel quite easy. I, I do... I am not someone who relies on motivation and I tell people not to rely on it, especially when you want lifelong year-round results. But there's no denying that a holiday or summer coming up or wearing, um, wanting to wear shorts in the summer is motivating and can keep you on track during that period from January through to through to the summer. Um, or, you know, keep you, you stay really motivated up until your wedding. And then, you know, a lot of people will just kind of drop off and disappear. But, so we'll get either comfortable with like where we are and so stop making the effort, you know, cancel the gym, not attend the gym, stop doing the workouts, stop going for walks, making different decisions when you're eating out, slipping back into old ways, having three takeaways a week, uh, getting lazy with your cooking again. So we can either get comfortable and these things happen or we can hit a bump in the road, like a stressful time in life, a busy period in life, in work, um, you know, a bereavement, moving house, moving jobs, all of these things. So we can either get comfortable or we can hit a bump in the road. And within a few months, we can re regain all the weight that we lost because we've completely let everything go and we slip right back into old ways. And this usually makes us feel like shit. It usually makes us feel terrible and it makes us feel guilty. Like, why did I work hard for all that time? Why did I graft? Why did I do that to myself for me to just end up where I am? And we normally feel quite self-critical and terrible about it for, for letting that all go. Feelings of failure 
will definitely creep in and you might start to wonder if you're ever really capable of change and like are you ever just is are you ever going to feel good year round you might tell yourself that you're just not destined to be one of these healthy people that you're not destined to live a confident life and then you might just kind of give in completely but that's not true you definitely can live a healthy life year round you definitely can feel confident year round you can completely transform your habits whatever your life looks like looks like right now please understand that you are 100% capable of changing that. I cannot even explain how different my life was 10 years ago from now. All of the decisions that I made were different every single day. My mindset, my approach to everything was totally different. I was not the same person. And, you know, like I said earlier, some people might not need to completely overhaul their life. They might just need to change a few things, but other people might need to overhaul everything. I needed to. I needed to change my approach. I needed to change my mindset and my attitude towards things and towards life. To me, successful fat loss is not about losing fat. Successful fat loss for me is losing fat and then I come and find you in a year and you've kept that fat off or you look even better than when I last saw you. Of course, I find it impressive when someone works on themselves and reaps the rewards of the hard work. Like, of course, it's impressive when someone comes to the gym and smashes it for eight weeks and, and diets um, and gets amazing results in that time. But it's a thousand times more impressive to me when I see them in a year and they've maintained those changes and results. That is success in my eyes. My battery on my laptop's going to go off. Bear with me one minute. So that's success in my eyes when you've actually maintained the weight loss. Um, I always say to people when they start working with me, the work doesn't stop. If you're coming into my gym, we do an initial six-week membership. I'm not expecting to change your life in six weeks. It doesn't take six weeks to change your life. It takes your whole life to change your life. It's a constant journey so if someone ends up back at square one they didn't do things correctly their approach was temporary their effort the efforts were temporary and the results were too you can't just put in effort for six weeks eight weeks 12 weeks six months and then expect to keep those results for the rest of your life it doesn't work like that Imagine if you worked really hard in the first six months of your job and then after, and you, you know, you did dead well and everyone was really impressed with you. And then you just decided not to do anything else after that. You're going to end up losing your job. You're not going to end up progressing in your career. It's not, it, life doesn't work like that. You can't just stop putting effort into things and then continue to reap the rewards. That isn't how it works. So if you constantly ending up at square one, the diet or the method you used didn't work or your mindset and approach to it was all wrong. So the diet, the, you know, the, the calorie target, the training methods, all of the habits, they might have been, you know, set up for success and they might have been solid, but your approach to it and your mindset towards it might have been wrong. Most diets don't work because people are only focusing on the food and the training and they're not actually focusing on the mindset and the habits. These things have to stick with you for life. And these are what really make the difference to change in your life. So my first bit of advice when it comes to yo-yo dieters is to stop going on diets. <laughs> I know that might sound quite strange, 
Um, but stop telling yourself you're going on this diet or that diet or you're going on a diet. It's the reason I'm saying this is because the notion of a diet, the thought of a diet is temporary. It seems to be a temporary thing in most of our eyes. It'll always be, I'm going on a diet until holiday. I'm going on a diet until Christmas. I'm going on a diet until my wedding. There's always an end point to it. It's not often that people would consider themselves as going on a diet for the rest of their life. I mean, who the fuck wants to be on a diet for the rest of their life? And that was my mindset. My mindset was always, I'm going to go on a diet for summer. I'm going to keep going to the gym for summer. And summer was always the end point for me. After summer, follow uh, my birthday. Autumn came after summer and then my birthday and then Christmas. And that was always when things just went to shit. I never did anything September through to December. And then January, I'd get back on it. And I was stuck in that vicious cycle. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you will be able to relate to that. So stop saying I'm doing this diet or I'm going on this diet. Please don't do keto. Please don't do swimming with swimming world, slimming world or paleo or 5-2, or any other diet with a name. Like, don't do a diet with a name because they don't work. <laughs> They're all temporary. They're all temporary, and they will all bring about temporary results. They never, ever last. And when you stop doing that Slim and World or Paleo or Keto or 5-2 or whatever it is, the grapefruit diet, whenever you stop doing them, you will lose your results your results will stop typically these diets teach you absolutely nothing about food they teach you nothing about nutrition they teach you nothing about how to live a full happy enjoyable life while getting the results that you want to get and this is why they always fail because as soon as you stop them your results stop and you slip back to your own old ways you've never learned anything while following these diets Anything with a name like that is typically a fad diet. So instead of thinking, oh, I'm doing this diet, I'm, I'm going on this diet until then, instead of that, why don't you just make it your mission to improve your health and feel good or look good year round? That was the final thing that actually changed my whole approach to dieting. It means that you need to learn what your body needs that means that you need to learn a little bit about nutrition. You need to learn a little bit about some healthy habits. It means that you need to learn a little bit about yourself. What behaviors have you currently got? What decisions do you currently make that are standing in your way and not allowing you to reach your goal? It might be that behaviors that aren't serving yet. It could be that um, when you have a bad day, you go home and nail a share bag and a bottle of wine and you do that three bad days out of five day week. Decision-wise, it could be that every time you go for a meal out, you have to get two starters, a main, a dessert, a bottle of wine, and a garlic bread as well Um, for, for sides. Instead of making a decision that's a little bit more reasonable and in line with your goal, start thinking about what behaviours you've got. Start thinking about how you react to things. Start thinking about the decisions that you make day to day. You can definitely still enjoy life, but maybe you just need to tweak these things. Start addressing them, start changing them one at a time. If you need to, if we need to make lifelong changes, we need to accept that's not going to be quick. Quick fixes do not work. Quick fixes are temporary. We need to think about changing your life for good. 
And when you commit to making real changes in your life for good, you'll become a lot more patient with yourself and with the process. And I know this from experience. I admit it, it's harder to do it this way. It really is. And um, the hardest route, though, is usually the best. <laughs> the hardest route is usually the one that is going to get you the most success and make you feel the best and like bring about the most rewards. The easy route, the quick fix, the shortcut doesn't really end up that well. The fad diets and the quick fixes are the easy route. They bring about the temporary results because they are temporary efforts. If you really, really do the work and you start to improve your habits and start to improve your decision making and you start getting to know why and where things tend to be more challenging for you, you'll start to learn how to improve. You'll get better and better over time, but you can't get better and better over time if you only work hard for eight weeks, not giving yourself enough time. I feel like a lot of people are going to be listening to this and huffing and puffing when they hear me say, like, this is this is a long-term thing. You need to chip away at these habits and you need to really put the effort in. And you're thinking, oh, this sounds like so much effort. Yeah, it is effort. It is. Um, and yes, it is uncomfortable. Change is uncomfortable. But surely you're uncomfortable where you are right now, if you are. And we have to remember that within a year, you could have completely transformed yourself. And that's an unbelievably rewarding and empowering thing. And when you look back in a year, that year will have gone like that. Think about how quickly a year goes. It always feels like a long way away. If I think about now to next year, I think, fucking hell, that feels like ages. I don't know what's going to happen between now and then. But if I think about last November to now, I'm like, oh, it's so scary how quick that's gone. So the time is going to pass anyway, and it will go quickly especially if you're working on yourself and you're improving, you're improving yourself. It, it it goes quickly. A year will fly by. Before you know it, you'll be celebrating the fact that you have been making this effort consistently for a year. Or you can stay exactly where you are right now and you can just stay lacking in confidence, unhappy with how you're feeling, beating yourself up. Um, the choice is yours at the end of the day. No one's forcing you to make this change. It is hard work. You've ha- you have got to want it. It's hard. It's not easy. and But I'm sure it's not easy to stay where you are now. I'm sure it's not easy to feel the way that you feel now if you are struggling with confidence, if you are unhappy with how you look, with how you feel. And it's choosing which, you know, which is harder. Choose your heart. For me, I just got so frustrated with being in that vicious cycle and feeling a certain way around food and you know, having this putting clothes on that didn't fit me when they used to fit me perfectly. I just got so frustrated with that, that I wanted to take the hard route and I still want to take the hard route. I have battles with myself all the time, but I'm used to taking that hard route. I'm used to pushing myself. And I've got to be honest, the first few months are definitely harder than it is right now. Where I am right now, those decisions feel hard, but they're not hard. They're not anywhere near as hard as they were at the start of the journey. The start is the hardest my next tip for you is stop quitting. <laughs> I've said it a few times before, but temporary efforts lead to temporary results. If you want to feel good year round, you've got to do the work year round. There is nothing more to it than that. I've mentioned in the past that this realisation was the biggest turning point for me. I was someone who dieted every year for summer and then regained it all back every year and each winter. And it was a vicious cycle. And when I went on it was when I first met Fran and we were going we'd been on a city break in the winter we had new love chop we'd ate 
constantly from when we met met each other um just like meals takeaways chocolate you know as you do but I wasn't training in the gym he wasn't training in the gym we just wanted to spend every minute we could with each other cute I know um and we went on a last minute holiday and it was like in May time and I didn't prepare for it I didn't diet for it it was like booked and within a few weeks we were going and I felt uncomfortable I felt so like low in confidence I cried because I was putting outfits on on the holiday that didn't fit me um and it was on this holiday that I made it my mission to feel good about myself year round I was like right my new goal is to be able to book a flight whenever I want, December, February, October, whenever, and go the following day and be able to fit into the clothes that that I, you know, that I always wear, that I feel comfortable in. I didn't want to be fluctuating and have a winter wardrobe and a summer wardrobe. I just wanted to feel confident year round. Now I did initially think that that meant I needed to be a size six year round. And then I realized that that was just no fucking fun at all. So I'm happy sitting eight to 10 year rounds and feeling comfortable at that. Other people might be comfortable at size six year rounds. I definitely wasn't. Other people might feel confident size 14 year rounds. Everyone's different, okay? So your like year round body weight where you feel confident and comfortable and happy might be totally different to mine. I thought it was a size six and it definitely wasn't because I couldn't enjoy life in the way that I wanted to at that weight other people can but my life revolves around food and I just I couldn't it, it wasn't fun for me whereas I feel really happy sustaining where I am now I realized that the only way I was going to be able to get to this point was to actually put the year in work put the work in year round like I couldn't be an on off person a temporary I couldn't put in temporary effort I had to put in permanent effort I had to stop with the excessive training and the excessive dieting and instead I needed to find a way of eating and I find a way of training that made me feel good and didn't wear me down so when I was eating really low calories um, there was no way I could sustain that year round because I felt like shite Um, when I was training seven days a week and I run up to a holiday no wonder when I got back from a holiday, I didn't want to go back to the gym because I was completely burnt out from it. So I started to realize that that actually wasn't helping me. I needed to slow down and step back. And, and I know that a lot of people think that, um, a lot of people ask me all the time, how many times do you go to the gym a week? I'm they're like shocked when I say I go three times a week. Um, or like how many calories you eat and when, when you're on a diet and they're shocked when I say, 2000 calories bear in mind I am active do a lot of steps everyone's calorie target is specific to them but that's my deficit and the shocked um and it's because they they're also used to what I was used to years ago where I had to starve to lose weight and I had to train like a crazy person to lose weight um because I was doing it in really short bursts rather than doing it like over a decent amount of time so we need to find a method that you don't need to quit from and we need to start being patient. I know that's frustrating and I know that you are looking for a route that's going to get you in the best shape of your life in eight weeks, but we have to be realistic with this. Like I've said, temporary effort brings about temporary results. You could do an eight-week program and then get into you know amazing shape. You might lose a stone or whatever, but then you've got to learn how to keep that stone off. Um. 
so either way it's got to you've got to be patient you have to find a method that you don't need to quit from so you don't need to go on a really extreme diet you don't need to train seven days a week it took me far too long to realize this honestly the idea of making changes lifelong might be hard for you to process and it was for me because every time you diet, you cut food that you love out and you can't imagine not eating chocolate year round, but you can eat chocolate year round. And you might be feeling like, oh, no way, I'm not prepared to be starving on 1200 calories year round. You definitely do not need to do that. You're doing it all wrong. And like you're thinking, oh, there's no way that I can go to the gym, you know, seven days or even five days a week year round. I'm not telling you to do that. You don't need to do that. Those mindsets, those approaches, are on aren't necessary that's because like the, your mindset towards it has been wrong in the past it's been like a really like um extreme aggressive way of doing things you're each year you're panicking and rushing so that um to get to this you know to get to this certain body size by summer or by the wedding or whenever it is and so you're doing things to the extreme you're taking the quick route you're taking the easy route you're doing the, the fad diet rather than being patient with the process and accepting that changes that you are going to make are going to have to be with you for good so you need to try and find a way to enjoy this whole process so eating well and training I always say this to everyone it's not meant to take over your life you know like it's not meant to be something that is a drain on your life it's not meant to exhaust you it's not meant to like mean that you stop enjoying food and that you have to drag yourself to the gym seven days a week it's not supposed to consume and take over your life it's supposed to complement it it's supposed to be a part of it enhancing your life for most women now everybody's calorie target is specific to them but the most common calorie target that I give out is 1700 calories so 1700 calories for most women will work really well for a diet and just anything over 100 grams of protein is good going and three workouts a week is enough I've got clients of mine who literally panic when I'm saying, oh, we're training three days a week. And they're like, no, I'm used to doing five or I'm used to doing seven. Um, it's just not, you, you don't need to be putting that level of demand on your body if, if you live a stressful life and if you already have a lot going on. It's better to follow a program that you can stick to and actually comply with and adhere to long term than to go seven days one week and one day the next week because you're fucking knackered and then go five days and then maybe only two. Just find a number that you can go every week and stick to it. And people get frustrated because the scales don't drop like five pounds a week when, when you start doing things more reasonably. But it's not what we're expecting to see. Losing weight really quickly doesn't actually match up with losing weight long term. The people who lose weight really, really quickly quite often don't sustain it long term because they've not learned how to enjoy life and how to live life to the fullest while getting results and like I said before losing weight short term just really isn't impressive to me it okay you've worked hard for eight weeks or 12 weeks but uh, it's impressive I'm impressed when you've kept it off if you do things slowly and in a way that you can enjoy your life you're actually going to increase your chances of keeping weight off if you keep quitting you, you know your results are going to be temporary so I really need just to start being patient and stop doing things to the extreme and start making it your mission to eat as much as possible on your diet and still get results or to train as little as possible and still get results. If you accept that living a healthy life and feeling confident year round is a long game, you will find that you'll stop falling for fad diets and, 
and stuff like that. Um, that is something that I'm often told like within a couple of months of girls working with me I always know that at first they don't fully trust what I'm saying and they doubt it but then after a few months they're like wow I can't even believe how I felt towards this and at first I was terrified when you told me to eat 1900 calories and now it's the best thing I've done and you know all of that um we need to let go of perfection of perfectionism what we need to let go of perfection and the all or nothing mentality. So I always hear, oh, I'm an all or not in me. I'm either on it or I'm not on it. Well, it's time to stop that. Okay. You're in control of that. You are. And don't tell me you're not. You are. Okay. Um, this can be changed. This can be fixed. It took me far too long to realize that you don't have to be perfect on your diet. Like, you don't have to be perfect with your training to see results. I was the girl, right, who would miss a workout and then I'd be fuming because I've missed the workout. So then I'd finish the night off with a chippy and a share bag of 12 bites or I'd drink a bottle of wine just because I'd missed the gym. So I'd missed one workout and then I'd decide to overeat by thousands of calories when really that was just the maddest thing ever. Why would... Why would I do that? <laughs> but that would then send me into a little spiral of fe- feeling like I was never going to get anywhere and I was the world's worst person for not being able to stick at anything because I missed one workout. Um, and then that would probably spiral into a week or two weeks and then I'd lose the plot for a bit. So I'd make one little mistake, a mistake in my eyes. It's not a mistake now, but like one little mistake, like eat a cake in work or go for lunch with a mate in work because she was having a shit day or I was having a shit day and I might have had something that wasn't that healthy and then I'd be like, oh, fuck it, what's up? We can go in the gym. I may as well get some chocolate now. You know, like just because one little thing didn't go absolutely perfectly, I then decided to just sabotage myself for the rest of the day and sometimes for weeks after. Mad, really. Um, and you probably, a lot of you might have, might also do this. And when you're doing it, you might not fully realize that you're doing it. But when you hear me talking about me doing this, these, you'd probably think, oh yeah, why would you do that? Makes no sense. Just because you missed the workout. Why would you then go and eat like well over your calories by thousands and thousands just because you felt a little bit bad? It's mad. But your mind just kind of thinks, well, one thing went to shit. So may as well just fucking give up completely <laughs> it's just it's just madness it's fine to miss a workout every now and then if you miss one workout it doesn't mean that the last three months of hard work has gone to shit or the last year or whatever it's fine to eat food that you enjoy you can eat food that you enjoy that isn't deemed to be healthy regularly every day as long as the majority of your food is in line with good health so i say to people all the time in the shops like you can eat chocolate every day if you want you know let's just try and make it a small part of your day that you look forward to that might actually lead you to not eating as much chocolate over the weekend because you've not deprived yourself of it all week and they're like no way and I'm like I know isn't it mad so eating over your calories on one day isn't going to ruin the whole week either so if if your mum comes home with a chippy then and you know when you want to eat that chippy just because you went over on your calories on that day doesn't mean you ruined the whole week unless you've overate your calories by like three thousand five thousand calories you haven't ruined it and then even then so what it was one week out of you know the grand scheme of it a whole year it's not about being perfect consistency is not being perfect all the time it's just showing up and making an effort and just being better 
on more days than you're not. It's shown it's it's doing good 80% of the time. I think 80% of your days are solid, 20%, you know, do whatever. So get used to the challenges of life. Like we need to just let go of this perfectionism because it isn't helping you. It's actually holding you back a lot. And all or nothing mentality, the fully on or the fully off mentality, it is holding you back. It's it's keeping you stuck where you are. So just take the pressure off and let go of perfection and just get used to and expect and be prepared for the challenges that life will bring you. Like life is not just this linear, boring, eventless thing. It's unrealistic to expect that you're not going to have a night out every now and again, or you're not going to have a meal out, or you're not going to have some other blip like a stressful day um, for for weeks or months on end. You know, in in eight weeks or twelve weeks, you know how many little meals out or how many little um, nights out or little bottles of wine might you want to have? Um, you know, you might have a couple of stressful days that mean that you don't want to cook that healthy tea that you want to go for tea instead or you know it, it these little things are going to happen but it doesn't mean that everything is ruined so don't be saying no to every social occasion because you're on a diet you you actually have to learn how to balance social occasions without sabotaging your results you're not helping yourself by saying no to everything you're gonna have to learn how to find that balance and that can be done like i said earlier on it's it's about changing your decision making. Just because you go out for a meal doesn't need, mean you need to eat the whole menu. You can make choices. I, I can't. I will do a podcast on eating out to help you make these decisions. But you don't have to completely sabotage yourself if you go out for a drink. There are decisions that you can make around alcohol that will help you. There are decisions you can make around food that will help you. So that they and they won't lead to you regaining weight. They can. They will be in line with you getting to where you want to get to. I tell all of the women who I work with that life's for living and my goal is to actually help you find a way of getting results that work for your life. I don't want you to live a boring, like nothing life just because you're trying to look a certain way. If eating out is what you love, you have to learn how to manage eating out. And if you like to drink alcohol, you're going to have to learn what decisions to make around alcohol that are in line with your goals. It doesn't mean cutting it out completely. Fucking hell, don't do that to yourself. The mistake we make is when we have a meal out or miss a workout or have a particularly bad week, that that then turns into two weeks or three weeks. And then before you know it, it's been three months and you've been making these decisions that aren't in line with your goals. And then you just back to square one. If you have like these little blips, if you have these little bumps, we'll learn how to manage them. And then if you have over at your calories by thousands of calories, so what the next day, just don't go back to what you were doing. Go and get your workout in. Don't let it ruin your whole week. It was just a day or it was just a week. Don't let it ruin your whole month. Just keep getting back on track. Keep picking yourself up and keep moving. In the past, when I've come back off on a holiday, and so before I actually made this like proper change to me approach, I would go on a holiday and then I would spend the next three months or so just not giving a fuck about what I was eating, what I was drinking or whether I was going to the gym. And it seems like I'm laughing because it seems stupid to me now. Like before I went on the holiday, I'd be so focused and I'd be feeling good. And then after it, it'd be like, why did I actually waste months of hard work if if I'd have just like focused on maintaining the results that I got? Because I felt amazing. If I just came back and tailed back the training and increased food a little bit and focused instead on maintaining my results with some healthy habits and regular activity, 
then I would it would have been so much easier the following year. <laughs> like, why does it do that? Why does it just keep stopping? And it's because we need to learn that there is no end game health and fitness. Like for seriously life changing results, you have to be relentless. You have to not give in to excuses. And you have to always try and be the best version of yourself. You can't just stop and start. You can't just quit. You can't just give yourself the excuse that you worked hard for the first part of the year. So you're just going to chill now. Um, it just it just doesn't work. You've got to be relentless. You've got to be consistent. You've got to just get up and do the work, even on the days that you don't want to. And when you get results and when you feel amazing, like it's all part of the journey. Like you haven't completed health and fitness because you can fit in your size 10 jeans again just because you get to a point where you feel unreal you, you can't just then go right now I'm going to go back to doing what I was like doing last time now like go back to those poor decisions and just not learn anything from the process you never ever ever complete health and fitness you don't it never ends you have to come to terms with that so when you get to a point where you feel good and then like that's then now the time to learn how to maintain those results. And this is a huge step that loads of people are missing out completely. So they'll work hard and they'll feel confident and they'll be like, right, okay, that's good. I'll stop tracking my calls. I'll stop thinking about what I'm eating. I'm just going to eat and drink what I want. It's easy to maintain these results now I've got them. That's wrong. It's not. You have to learn how to maintain your results. Yes, you can eat more food. Yes, your calories can go up. But I would normally recommend having a little period of time of maintaining your weight. So increase your calories, get to know your new portions, get to know your new decision making and start to spend a little bit of time focusing on maintaining those results. Maybe keep weighing in every week or every couple of weeks to see where you're up to. You know, if your weight has crept up, what have you been doing over the last few weeks? Um, Have you slipped into those old habits? Have you slipped back into those old decisions that you used to make, catch yourself, catch yourself before you fully fall. So that's what we need to do. We need to forget that this is like a temporary thing, that there is an end point. There is not an end point. It's a constant journey. Honestly, like I know that people think that I'm just obsessed with eating healthy and I'm just obsessed with exercising. Yeah, I like exercising because I like what it does for my mind, but it's hard for me to get there. You know, I don't want to go to the gym more days than I actually want to go. I do have to tell myself to go. I have to put it in my diary. I have to schedule it. I still have to make sure that I know what I'm eating and that I'm thinking about my health when I'm eating. If it was up to me, I'd eat a Chinese on a Monday, an Indian on a Tuesday, a Mackey's on a Wednesday, an Italian on a Thursday, and then repeat it all like every week. I don't want to have to cook for myself. I don't want to have to think about protein. I don't want to have to think about the fruit and veggies that I'm giving myself but I have to, for me to live a healthy life, for me to show up as the best version of myself, for me to have good energy, for me to actually look after the one body that I've got, for me to be able to live a long, healthy, happy life. I do have to look after myself. So maintaining the result is important. It isn't just about how you look. You do have to, when you get to that goal, you then need to think, how am I going to maintain this? Because this is, you know, something that is forever. It's something that I need to continue with. Um, and that's a big mistake that we're making. So if you are susceptible to yo-yoing, it's probably because you're thinking of dieting as a temporary thing. You're getting sucked into fad diets. You're thinking that there's an end date. Um, it's probably because you quit every year 
whether that's because the summer is gone or whether it's because you've had a stressful time or whether it's because you've reached a goal and you're forgetting about maintaining it. Um, and then you, you're thinking of, or it's because you're just trying to be too p- perfect with everything. So you're being really perfect for short periods of time and then completely falling off it. You're in that all or nothing mentality. So what we need to do instead of those things is think about changing your life for good thinking about finding a way that is enjoyable that you don't need to quit from and start being patient with the process and get used to the challenges of life like let go of perfection and start thinking about life as not a linear thing that there are challenges and that we need to learn how to make decisions that are in line with how we want to live and we need to come to terms that there is no end game there is no end game this is for life if you want long-term results you have to get put in long-term effort and that is that is like it in a nutshell and I know it is hard to do um but I would recommend if you do struggle with this get a coach whether it's me or someone else get a coach they will help you they will support you um or become part of a community and get involved in that community don't just join something and then do fuck all with it like get involved get to know the people become part of it and commit commit to yourself and commit to whatever it is that you know whatever route you decide to take actually commit to it and commit to doing it for a decent amount of time stop putting an end date on it because if you put an end date on it you put an end date on your results and on that note i will leave you um thank you very much for listening if you want to know more about working with me um or you want to know more about what i do or if you just want to discuss this or talk through anything that i've spoke about today um then drop me a dm on instagram i also love to hear from you um like i really like to know that this is helping people this is for you i'm putting these podcasts together to help you so if you did resonate with what i've said if you found some useful things out of what i said then please let me know not to be a beggar or anything but please let me know (laughs) anyway enjoy the rest of your day see you soon